Good morning and welcome to another episode of My Hunting Journal. This morning's episode is going to be a brief and unedited episode and uh, just have a couple of topics to cover really quickly as well as just a little bit of an update on uh, what's going on in my hunting journey and some of the things that I've been going through the last couple of weeks. And that brings me to my starting point here. I would like to apologize for not uploading the last couple of weeks. It's something I certainly don't want to make a habit out of, but at the same time, uh, even though I don't want to give an excuse, I do want to give an explanation. And so uh, the last couple of weeks, my wife and I have been working on residing our house, and uh, that turned into a little bit more of a project than we had anticipated. We bought the siding as a primed and uh, ready-to-go siding, and my wife was painting the primed pieces before I was putting them up and installing them. And uh, we decided to not just take the old siding off, but also to take the old sheathing and plywood off and re-sheet and re-tyvec the house as well, which added quite a bit to the workload. and. Uh, kind of ate away at all of the free time that I had these last two weeks. So that being said, that's the explanation for why I have not uploaded the last two weeks. Uh, Although again, it's not an excuse and I don't plan to make a a habit out of failing to upload. I do really enjoy doing this podcast and I want to continue uploading every Tuesday when possible. But I also uh, am a human being who has Uh, who has real-world problems that come up occasionally, and this is just an example of that. Moving forward, the main topic of today's episode is going to be a continuation off of my last episode that I uploaded, which was about the compound bow that I bought. Now, in my last episode, I had mentioned that I did not plan to go bow hunting this year, and just as another form of adding to the busyness in my already hectic schedule, some guys from my church convinced me that uh, they would really like to see me go bow hunting this year, and that they believe in a pretty high likelihood of success for going bow hunting, uh, specifically targeting elk this year. And so I decided that that would be a, a worthwhile adventure to try and go out and tag an elk with my bow. And so I wound up going through the bow hunters education class as well as doing a lot of practice between uh, when I bought that bow and now to get myself to the point where I'm confident to go out bow hunting next weekend, which is the opening weekend in the state of Montana. So uh, Montana's bow hunting season starts September 2nd this year, which is this upcoming Saturday. And... uh, And Labor Day weekend is the same weekend. So I will have Monday paid off of work and I'll be heading out there after church on Sunday. We'll hunt until last night on Sunday night and then we'll hunt Monday morning through uh, mid to late day Monday and come back in time to uh, go get a good night's sleep before going back to work on Tuesday. So that'll be my first of hopefully many archery hunts uh, where I get to experience the 
joy and intensity that it is to chase an animal with a bow. And so, uh, really looking forward to that and really have been working hard to get, get myself confident for that. But I do want to share some of my experiences and what it took to get to that point. Uh, starting with the Montana Bow Hunters Education class. The, the Montana Bow Hunters Education class is a class that can be fully done online. And according to the requirements for the class, it takes a minimum of three hours. And basically the way that they do that is there's several, I think there's eight units in the class. And while you're doing these units, they have pages of material for you to go through and they don't allow you to click onto the next page until you have passed a certain amount of time. And I tend to be a relatively fast uh, learner as well as a fast reader. And so a lot of times I would read through the entire page, kind of skimming out for the important material uh, well before the timer was actually done. And so I'd kind of force myself to go back and spend that time reading the material rather than uh, just walking away from my computer while I wait for that timer to run out. And that proved to be worthwhile because there were several of the little mini quizzes as part of the uh, part of the course that these mini quizzes had some not necessarily challenging questions, but questions that if you weren't paying attention to the material could have been a little bit ambiguous. Uh, the the format of this course online is you take several mini quizzes with multiple choice questions and answers and then you take one final quiz that's basically a collection of all of the different mini quizzes and these multiple choice answers could sometimes be relatively ambiguous if you were not paying attention to the material and so it's pretty important to uh, actually pay attention and learn from this material if you hope to pass these quizzes, which is necessary if you want to obtain your bow hunter's education uh, certificate. And so I made it through that class by uh, doing a little bit here and there, uh, a little bit one night, a little bit more the next day, a little bit more that night, and just kind of chipping away at it in sections rather than sitting down and doing it all at once. And got that requirement out of the way and went out that day to buy my uh, bow and arrow stamp which is the endorsement that you need on your conservation license in the state of Montana to hunt big game with a bow and arrow. So I'm now uh, fully equipped with the legal requirements to go on my archery elk hunt this upcoming weekend. and uh, really looking forward to that. But some of the other challenges that I've faced in preparing for this hunt are uh, the same that any of you might face if you're getting into archery for the first time. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to share them with you uh, because my goal in this podcast is to take the stuff that I learn, whether it be learning from somebody else or whether it be learning from uh, my own mistakes and share that in order to help other people learn more quickly and more efficiently and to become better hunters and outdoorsmen. And so the challenges that I've faced are probably going to be familiar to you if you're an archer yourself, 
or they might be something that you are going to need to face if you are somebody getting into archery uh, yourself. And so starting with the uh, obvious challenge of getting your bow set up to you. Now, I mentioned this a little bit in the last episode, but uh, it's best to have a pro shop get your bow set up. And once a pro shop has gotten your bow set up, uh, there's a handful of things to kind of fine-tune. If they set your draw length and you are realizing that it's not quite as comfortable as you would like to uh, to draw at that length, then you can always take it back in and have them make smaller adjustments. Or if you switch from one type of release to another type of release, that might change your draw length. And it might change the sight of your peep height or a couple of other things. So luckily, I took my bow in to get set up and that was... Uh, that was the extent of me needing to work on that bow primarily. And so I have not needed to go back in to get my bow readjusted, to get it reset up. Um, that was kind of a one and done thing for me, but I know people who have not had that experience. So I wanted to share that with you as, uh, as well. Now, the next big challenge is learning how to shoot your bow once it's set up for you. And while I was in the pro shop getting my bow set up, they were able to give me some very basic pointers to get my bow set up, to, uh, to teach me how to use it well, and to teach me proper form in using that bow so that the setup that they did on it would work the best for my body type and my form. And, uh, and that's gone really well so far. I've been very excited and very happy with uh, my results in shooting my bow, and I think that I have been growing better in form as I practice and notice some things that I'm doing that are leading to inconsistent results. But the biggest, the, the biggest quality of good form, I would say, is consistency. When people talk about good form in archery, the whole purpose behind most of what they're doing with good form if it's not to protect your body from injury, it's to provide consistent results. So the first thing you wanna do is protect your body from injury. Don't use muscles that are not meant to be used to pull your bow back or to hold your bow on target. And do something that you can do consistently. That's where having your feet in an athletic stance and having the bowstring touching your nose in the corner of your mouth on your anchor points these are all things that help uh, aid in consistency, as well as the, the grip angle and the amount of pressure that you put against the grip. Uh, these are all things that could lead to variations in your shot if you're varying from shot to shot. So uh, pay attention to the way that you're shooting your bow and look for ways that you can be consistent shot to shot. Moving forward, one of the other big challenges of uh, bow hunting and, and I say that kind of to overstate it a little bit because it's a big deal but it's easily avoided it's a big challenge if you struggle with this but if you don't then it all but eliminates this as a problem and that is the common uh, common injuries and mistakes that can be had or made with a bow and the most common injury with a bow is somebody who slaps the forearm of their bow hand with the string. 
Now this is usually caused because you are not holding the bow correctly. You're holding it with too much force and that's causing you to uh, put your forearm in the way of the bowstring. Um, the next most common uh, mistake that you can make with a bow or injury that you can have would be when you dry fire a bow. It is very bad for you to take a bow and pull the bowstring back and release it without an arrow on the bowstring. And the reason for this is the, the arrow absorbs a lot of the energy of a bowstring. And when there's no arrow there to absorb that energy, uh, that can result in damage to the bow, as well as injuries to the person dry firing the bow. So it's really important to never dry fire your bow. If you're going to pull your bow back without the intention of firing it, it's still best to do it pointed in a safe direction and put an arrow on the knock uh, just in case the string does release. It's better to launch an arrow in a safe direction and not necessarily know exactly where it went than it is to dry fire the bow and have the bowstring accidentally release. So these are all things that I've been learning and things that I've kind of grown in experience with over the last couple of weeks. Um, I've also been learning a lot about different ways to build out an arrow to make it the most ideal at hunting big game like elk. And that's something I hope to talk about in future uh, podcast episodes. But for right now, I really just wanted to talk about the basics of archery hunting and let you guys know that I do intend to go out and chase some animals with my bow this year. It wasn't originally part of my plan. Um, I, and it's one of those things where plans do change and that's okay. Um, it's totally okay for plans to change as long as they're changing for responsible reasons. If you have a hunt planned and you're trying to change your plan because you think that that hunt is going to be too difficult, I would encourage you to really push into that and uh, rather than abandoning the plan that you had, figure out what skills you can add to your repertoire to adjust to make that plan still work. Whether that means that you need to learn how to, uh, how to pack a little bit more into the backcountry or whether that means that you need to learn how to handle bears a little bit better if you were planning a, a hunt in a bear infested area. Uh, regardless, it's, it's always better to add skills to your toolbox rather than to give up when you need skills that you don't currently have. So uh, I, I want to encourage you guys all, if you have a new skill that you want to learn that would help you become a better outdoorsman, pursue that. Chase after that and find people to help you along with that. So I would love to share my knowledge with you guys. So if you have a skill you want to learn, let me know. I'd be glad to make a podcast episode about it. And look forward to future podcast episodes, hopefully dropping every Tuesday right here on My Hunting Journal. Thanks a lot and God bless.